Hi, welcome to worship on this fourth Sunday after Epiphany. I'm so glad you've joined me today. Let us begin our worship with a confession and forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit, that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, increase in us the gifts of faith, hope, and love, that we may obtain what your promise, what you promise, make us love what you command through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. A reading from 1 Corinthians. If I speak in the tongues of mortals and of angels, but do not have love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have the prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give away all my possessions, and if I hand over my body so that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoings, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. But as for prophecies, they will come to an end. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will come to an end. For we know only in part, and we prophesy only in part. But when the complete comes, the partial will come to an end. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became an adult, I put an end to childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then we will see face to face. Now I know only in part, then I will know fully, even as I have been fully known. And now faith, hope, and love abide, these three, and the greatest of these is love. The Word of God. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Then Jesus began to say all to all in the synagogue in Nazareth, Today this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. All spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. They said, Is not this Joseph's son? He said to them, Doubtless you will quote me this proverb. Doctor, cure yourself, and you will say, Do hear also in your hometown the things that we have heard you did at Capernaum. And he said, Truly I tell you, no prophet is accepted in the prophet's hometown. But the truth is, there were many widows in Israel in the time of Elijah, when the heavens shut up three years and six months, and there was a severe famine over all the land. Yet Elijah was sent to none of them except to a widow at Zarephath 
In Sidon, there were also many lepers in Israel in the time of the prophet Elijah, and none of them was cleansed except Naaman the Syrian. Well, when they heard this, all the synagogue were filled with rage. They got up and drove him out of town and led him to the brow of the hill on which their town was built so that they might hurl him off the cliff. But he passed through the midst of them and went on his way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. I just finished a very interesting book. I was compelled to buy it because of my time with you here at Calamus Lutheran Parish. The title is How to Lead When You Don't Know Where You're Going, Leading in a Liminal Season. The author Susan Beaumont describes the liminal season as the time of transition between something that has ended in something that has not yet begun. I think that describes us. I'm here because you are in the liminal season between Pastor Bill leaving and another pastor coming here to be your new pastor. Now, I'm very grateful for this time with you, and I want to be able to help you find ways to navigate in this liminal season. And that is why I read the book. Churches are struggling with declining attendance. This is happening everywhere. It is something pastors discuss with each other all the time. I see it in my home congregation in Cedar Rapids. I saw it in Montana. And I think we are lamenting that fact here, too. Oh, I hear stories of when the church pews were full of people and Sunday school was overflowing with children. Those memories are close to our hearts and make us yearn for the good old days. Yet our memories are not always as accurate as we think. We tend to remember what was good and cast aside what may have been unpleasant. So our memories turn out to be part fact and part fiction. That is not particularly a bad thing but should be taken into consideration as we move forward. Here is a Jewish fable to illustrate what I am saying. A long time ago, there was a master archer who began to search the land for an archer of even greater talent so that he might study, learn, and improve his craft. After many months of walking through forests, meadows, and towns, he came upon a tree with an arrow in the exact middle of a painted target drawn on the tree. He became curious as he walked on and saw another tree with a perfectly centered bullseye. Soon he saw more and more trees that displayed straight arrows perfectly centered within the round targets. Perfect bullseyes were peppered throughout the forest. Suddenly he entered a clearing and looked up and saw a barn with row after row after row of perfect bullseyes. He knew he had found his mentor. 
He began asking everyone he saw on the road, whose barn is it that displays so many perfectly centered arrows? The people told him how to find the man who owned the barn. When he found this man, he saw that he was a simple man, slow of speech and seemingly awkward in his movements. Well, unperturbed, he asked the man to share his secrets. How do you do it, he asked. The man explained, anyone can. After I shoot the arrow, I take some paint and draw a target around the arrow. What we see is not always what it seems to be. So it is with our memories. There is always more to the story. Now, memories are important and don't ever let go of them. But remember that those memories may have sifted out the difficulties so that all that is left is what was pleasant and affirming. What wonderful memories you must have of this church. But there came a time when one congregation became two, and that split would have been painful. Fortunately, there also came a time when feelings were put aside for the good of the congregations, and you found ways to work together for the good of the whole. The love of the church, where it came from and where it is going, brought you together. As it says in 1 Corinthians, Love is patient, love is kind, love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoings, but rejoices in truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love never ends. That is the kind of love I pray Calamus Lutheran Parish continues to have for the church and each other. That is the kind of love that will carry us through this liminal season. That is the kind of love that will keep us a viable part of this community, no matter how many people sit in the pews. Amen.
using the words of the Apostles' Creed, let us confess our holy faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord is poured out upon us in abundance, so we are bold to pray for the church, the world, and all God has made. Guide your church in the ways of faith, hope, and love. Cultivate communities of compassion that bear witness to your enduring presence among us. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Teach us to live in humility on the earth, curb destruction of natural resources, so future generations may live in harmony with all you have created. Merciful God, receive our prayer. You are the refuge for all who seek hope and freedom. Embolden leaders to draft compassionate policies and be with all those in military service and their families. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Love bears, believes, hopes, and endures all things. Sustain hope for all who suffer, especially those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Your grace falls upon young and old alike. Bless the children of this congregation and community. Inspire us with their insight and curiosity. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We praise you for those who have gone before us and now see you face to face. Abide with us in this mortal life until we rest in the arms of your never-ending love. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Since we have such great hope in your promises, O God, we lift these and all our prayers to you in confidence and faith through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.
Amen. Go in peace, share the good news. Thanks be to God.